This is episode 168. Axel Rhodes is the Nicolas Cage of music. Live from Kentucky, <laughs> it's the Tone Control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. This this is uh, I call this story the Wait. tale of <laughs> slowest beer <laughs> open of all time. <laughs> Hold on, let me. I can beat it. Oh, kind of lost it there at the end. Oh well. <laughs> well. <clears throat> so. What do we what do we call this? I need a, we need a title. Oh hey, high five. High five. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was um it was a busy ass day today mm-hmm. or well, a couple days. A few days. A few days. Yeah. Um it's it's currently 9:30 p.m., which is we're usually done recording by now. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. But um we were traveling to Kentucky. Kentucky as as Aria says, and uh, didn't really account for the one. <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> this bell is next to me. Justin's by the way. on bell duty. Here's the here's the deal. You know, because some people might not realize, some people might not realize this, but we're in person today. If you're watching the chat, you might notice that Derek is. Derek is sitting right over here and I can wave in front of his camera. <laughs> Almost there it is. Um these these uh D- Derek and Mrs. Derek came to visit. Correct. And um we were traveling about and we and we're now we're podcasting. So this is the tale of the the um I really we're, thought something would come to me. You know, we're exhausted. That's the thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we time traveled today. Yep. After time traveling just a couple of days earlier prior to that. Um, right. We went to Kentucky and, <laughs> and um, forgot about the one hour time difference between here in Cincinnati and, yeah. and in, Kentucky. in Kentucky. So we... We're like, oh, we'll be totally, we'll be back in time. We'll yeah, just podcast. So we got back... We. Yeah, we got into Cincinnati at seven. Yeah, and recording time is at eight, and then we had to get some food. We had to pick up a baby dog. We had yep. to come home and put a baby human to bed. Yeah, we had to eat something. There was a lot of moving parts. Yeah, and um, you know, it just took a little while to get organized, and then we were just also like, "Can I have like two minutes to just <laughs> <laughs> sit down?" <laughs> so we did that for a second, and then then we got set up, which is more set up than. Justin would have yeah. set up in his setup. <laughs> we, we worked a, we we worked out a rig so that uh, we can we, be. I'm gonna take a picture and post a picture okay. of the rig. Um, I've got two IKEA side <laughs> tables stacked on top of each other. <laughs> Here we go. Right, I'm gonna get Justin in it. Hang on. Rock and roll forever. Okay. 
All right. post that. Um, but yeah, so the other thing is I usually do a lot of uh, discording and chatting with the folks and, and putting a show together during the week. But we've been here on vacation for the week and I got nothing for you guys. And I asked a lot of folks, I, I posted, hey, we still need topics. And there was some, we could maybe talk about some of these things if you wanted. Um, <clears throat> so we have a few like topic ideas, but also like, this is it, guys. This is the one where we don't talk about doing. guitars. <laughs> well, I do look like a squad, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Slightly sunburnt, dehydrated, still somehow covered in sunscreen. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't we didn't bother to to clean or recomfort ourselves. So we went to we went to Kentucky, where we crawled in a cave. We did many cave crawls. It was cave um, caves crawlings. Today we touched kangaroos. We touched a kangaroo and well, emus. Well, I mean, not just one. There was a few. There was many. There was a couple, do- a few dozen. Yeah, we brought my dog there, and he communed with the wolves because they have wolves there. Yeah, it was like um, it, it was <laughs> it was like they were speaking on a truly primal level with each yeah. other. You know, yeah. they they had this like brother kind of <laughs> conversation where is your cage right <laughs> yeah yeah like wh- why are you on that rope kind of <laughs> <laughs> why are you on the rope why are you in that cage yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll see you at the next meeting <laughs> so there's a there's like a little zoo park kind of thing in kentucky called kentucky down under uh, where they have a population of kangaroos and wallabies that are completely socialized. You can walk among them and you can pet them anywhere below their neck. Yep. <laughs> can was, you stop saying you it can, like that? No. We have to say it as Kentucky all Kentucky. the time. <laughs> That's how my daughter s- says it. I think she heard me say that one time and yeah. it was over. Um, so you get, get little food, little, little food cups. You walk around, you give them, they eat out of your hand and they pet a, the, the, the girl pet a Joey fresh out of the pouch. Seriously out of the pouch, which like, I not, right out in front so of here's them. the thing, like the mental image of a kangaroo's pouch is that it's like a pocket, right? Like it's a pocket on pants. Yeah. It is not like that. No. It's kind of, uh. It's like a, it's like a bag. It's like a, an it's enchanted like a bag, bag of holding. An enchanted meat bag of holding. Yes, it's, it it's also milk. it's a it's a pocket, it's, but it's also like it's a yuck pocket. It kind of opens and closes as the needed, you know. And like inside, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's prehensile. Like, it's soft and fleshy in there. Wait, you reached inside the pocket? <laughs> no, but you can just oh. see it. You know, like Jesus, it, it, I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can just see that. Like I don't know, because when the Joey was like deciding to go back in, it would kind of pre-open. You know, like, like, <laughs> so, so it's psychic to the Joey? Maybe. Like the I, Joey I approaches, the Joey approaches in the pocket. I think it's more of, like a garage door opener. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But it was cool, man. It was, we touched the kangaroos and the emus and... Um, yeah, I pet, I pet a living dinosaur. They're, emus are fucking weird, man. Emo. We pet some emo. Emos. They're flightless birds, but they still have a wing type assembly. Yeah. Right. They have wing they have wing like <laughs> protrusions. <laughs> <laughs> they sort of look like a feathery egg that is the size of a man and has legs oh, shoot, and a neck on. and a head. What are you doing? I don't have I'm I'm not on my 
my computer at home, so I'm I'm forgetting to take notes on titles. <laughs> okay, continue. Okay, so so we did those things. Um, yesterday we we hiked caves. The day before we rode horses. Derek had never ridden a horse before. Yeah, he says um, it's fine. What did not have to to have not ridden one? No. Riding, the act of riding. Oh, yeah, the act of riding. So I was thinking about that some more. And, um, no, wait, hold is, on, hold on. Uh, thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring oh, the Tone Control. Go to pedalgenie.com where you can start your wish list of pedals and you can do all kinds of crap. More about that at the butt. I mean, the break, at the break. <laughs> the I thing think about, we're going to be robot free today. Go yeah, ahead. the thing about riding a horse is that it was, it was just like not, um, wasn't a thing in my upbringing. Right, yeah. it was not common. I grew up in a city, so it was like knew about it from TV and movies and like some other. You know, there's always like every high school has the weird horse girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I just <laughs> did you comb her mane? <laughs> I um. So I, I just I missed the vote on the horse thing, and I made it 32 years without riding a horse. Yeah, which was fine with me. I was probably perfect, fine with the horses. Perfectly too. equipped to live the rest of my days without getting on the back of a horse. Um, and then and then you made then the mistake of going on a vacation uh, with, with your wife <laughs> with Mrs. Justin. Yeah, so she was like, "We're gonna go um, horseback riding," and I was like, "Oh, like fine, sure." I've never done that though. And then she gave me a look like. You uncultured swine. Like, <laughs> you filthy, so, disgusting monster. Right. How dare you? So um, it was fine. Like I, I was okay with not riding a horse ever. But now that I have, I, one, see the appeal. Right? I get it's it. cool. I yeah. get why people do that. Um, two, it's, it's cool. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I'm, it's not a hobby I'm, I need to get into. Oh, you know? no, 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 no. You can... You can um, yeah, you can like do a horseback ride at a cool place once in a while if you're nearby one, a place where they have trails. That's one of the good ones. We we'd done that ride before last year when we were there. Um, they're good folks down yeah. at the random place that we went. That I, uh, I can't don't remember know the name because we're exhausted. <laughs> it was like it was like Jesse James ride. Yes, it, that's it's what it like was. a it's like it's the Kentucky Adventure Park, right? And th- there's like a bunch of like carnival rides. Bumper per- cars, yeah, zip lining, like permanent installs. They have bumper boats too, which is kind of oh. rad. Uh, but anyway, I'll bump all, a boat. All that was shut down. They have an alpine slide, which I think is f-ing fantastic. Hmm. Um, also shut down. Uh, Aria was not allowed to ride when we were there. Oh. Um, you have to be six. So hmm. she talks about it all the time, though. Like when anytime her age comes up, she says, "And when I'm six, we're going to go back to Adventure Park in Kentucky, where I can ride the alpine slide." I'm like, yes, yes, honey, you can. Yes, we can. Yeah. Um, but all that was shut down, but horseback riding was there. So we did it and it was cool. It was cool. My horse's name was Randall. My horse's name was Hercules. Hercules. He took a, <laughs> took a massive <laughs> A fuck <laughs> giant shit. Well, he saw one of the other horses stop to whiz <laughs> yeah. and he was like, good a time as any bitches. And he <laughs> plopped one and then he plopped like 19 yeah. more. Cause if you ever seen a horse take a shit. They don't, guys. I'm losing it. They're not shy. <laughs> I don't know why. It's because I'm just really, really tired. I'm finding we're um, doing like um, we look like one of those radio. We look like Joe Rogan. Like I'm, I'm like turning. Yeah. And I'm, I'm by the way for all the newcomers, uh, this is what's going on right yes. now. I'm, I'm making Derek look like a hand. <laughs> um, Eric's asking where this was. 
Um, so uh, right near the it's Mam- in Kentucky. It's in is Kentucky, the <laughs> right next to Mammoth Cave National Park. Yep, is a bunch of uh, different things. There's this dinosaur world thing where they have a, it, it's a bunch of sculptures, but it's really for kids. But my daughter loved it. But they're life size sculptures of like tons of dinosaurs. And Sean it's a, it's in a the chat. Dated. What up, homie? Sean. We haven't heard from Sean in a while. We haven't seen Sean. It's all good. Yep. Um. Yeah, we did the national park, but my wife and I are really into the national parks. So this is another one off the list. Really yep. cool. They only have one of the cave tours open right now, but it was the extended historic, which is you get to see sort of the biggest, baddest part of the cave. And it was kind of yeah. neat because the coronavirus version of this, they keep everybody really apart and they leave a lot of space. And instead of having like a guide that walks with you, they have park rangers stationed at various points in the cave and you just walk through and you can talk to them and ask questions if you want. So it was sort of like being able to just walk through the cave almost completely alone, which I thought was fabulous. Yeah, it was it was really cool. It was easy to stay away from people, which is important these days. Yeah. Posting a picture in the chat. Um, it was great. It's it it looks man-made. It is 100 percent mm-hmm. naturally occurring, however. So yeah, the big large part of the cave is not active, so it doesn't look like stalactites and dripping yeah. water everywhere like you've seen. Like It some, looks like a tunnel. Like yeah. it's just a, it, that's why it looks machined almost is because it looks like a Well, and they yeah. they mined in the 18 something the war of 1812 for the war of 1812 war effort, they were actually mining saltpeter out of there because England, I guess, cut off all of our all yeah, of the United States for, access um, to gunpowder. Gunpowder. Um, so, uh, you know, Jonas, if I, if I knew that answer, I certainly couldn't tell you. And that's probably exactly what I would say if I did know. Yeah, the question for the listener is, is that where the Illuminati live? And I think the truth is that the Illuminati live among us. Not exclusively in the caves, but I think, mm, I wouldn't put it past The thing about the Illuminati is if you have to ask where they live... Just shut up. It's too late. You're done. Yes. It's over. The lizard people almost, almost definitely. Anyway, so it was great. <clears throat> Kentucky was really cool. I've never been to Kentucky. That's not true. I was, we went to Kentucky last time we were in Cincinnati, but it was just over the border. So <laughs> it's like, it's, it's right, it's right in my backyard. It doesn't really count. So, um, this was like a good proper in the hills of Kentucky kind of situation. Yeah. And it was quite good. It was hot today. It was hot today. I did my share of of sweating in a yeah. mask, which is not great. But yep. the sweats and the the walking and salty foods and lunches and stuff and it mm-hmm. was just like mm-hmm. it was a, it was a lot. But um still extremely fun. Feeling better now. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> the backyard beers. with the dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my dog did shit in Kentucky. Uh, so we brought the older the older dog. The younger one stayed with my folks because she's probably too young to be left in the uh, Airbnb as long as we needed to. Yeah. What was your <clears throat> um, What was your favorite cave formation, Derek? Of the two caves we saw, or in yeah, general, I mean, like, I don't know. Mean? I'm just I, you know, t- uh, cave, cave me. I like so the Mammoth Cave, the the sheer scale of it. I think is really incredible. And when we were in that, say that it's mammoth. mammoth? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, 
In that main room, what was it called? The cistern? Is that what you said? This, I think I did say that, but that, I think that's not what it's called. Okay. I think it's called the Rotunda. I think I oh, said the wrong name for you. Yeah. The ceiling of that room, and I, I posted a picture of the entrance to that room in the chat. The ceiling of that room looks like it could almost be the bottom of a UFO or something, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That was super cool. And like, yeah, just the, the sheer scale of it. But the cave we did today, which I already have forgotten the name of, I like think it's. Onyx. I think it is actually. It, yeah, Mammoth Onyx Cave is what mm-hmm. the, it says on the sign. I think it's still kind of all connected to the same cave system because it spans hundreds and hundreds of miles, and they're slowly finding that it's connected to apparently the entire eastern part of the United States. Yeah, it's um, that was cool because it was still active, meaning there's water activity. There's drips and drops and stalactites and stalagmites, and mm-hmm. it was much shorter. Uh, smaller cave access, um, but really, really cool, really impressive. There's some tight spots, which like, there's a few too many people in there for the number of tight spots, I think. But um, yeah, it was slow going, but that's all. We just, we were the caboose, so we hung back and did it at our own pace. And the place was great. They have um, much brighter lighting in there than the one in Mammoth Cave. So it was easier to jump in yeah. and kind of get uh, acclimated. It's less natural, more... Um, kind of commercial cave, yeah. cave uh, tour industry like it's not not um, run by the national parks. Correct. Uh, I'll post a picture of that. But in it looks the chat more too. classic cave. It's yeah, dripping and the 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 wet rocks and the algae and the, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, let's see if I can find a good photo. It was great though. Um, caves are a thing that are just mucho mucho cool. Is this the one I want? And so cool in there too. We had to we had to like dress warmly because yeah. it's like fifty four degrees in the cave all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, no canary, no bats. Also, um, yeah, bats hard hard to find in in the, at least those parts of that cave. Send the temp change. I don't know. It doesn't freak me out because like I know it's cooler and stuff underground. But what's really a trip is walking by the entrance to the cave and there's this cold rush of air mm-hmm. that's just like it's. It's, air conditioning. It just insane. feels like yeah. <laughs> air conditioning. Um, but it was great. Very comfortable inside. Very hot outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, it had been less hot lately. Yeah. Um, which is good. It was a good week to be here. So, the, yeah, that's why we're late. <laughs> <laughs> 18 and a half minutes later. Yeah, that's why um took us a while to get started and just, you know, and it is central time. So there is one time zone change that we did not account for legitimately <laughs> while driving back. So, um, what's up? So how, yeah, what's up, everybody? What's up, how's everybody? It, how's it going? This, <laughs> yeah. So I know last time we talked, I said we were going to do like a pedal shootout because I had the Pedal Genie um, Phase 95. Yeah. Or, well, from MXR, but in from Pedal Genie. And uh, I have an original, like not original, but I have a script Phase 90 MXR custom shop thing. It's not vintage or anything, but it's just like the reissue. It's the thing. And then there's the the versions of those pedals in Helix as well. And I was like, oh, we'll do a shootout and we'll use whatever our channel is called, the Loaf Control or something. Um, tone of the Week, maybe. I don't know. For that kind of thing. And uh, I did didn't bring the pedal. I didn't bring any guitar gear with me to Ohio because it's just like, that'd be a little, be a little much. But um, car was already very full. So. Yeah. Um, so that'll be next time. I think we'll, I'll have time to do that between 
now and then. Between now and then. So unfortunately, we don't have a Pedal Genie segment today. But uh, whatever. Whatever, yeah. There was a possibility that a pedal might have been waiting for us when we got back. There was not. Yeah. Um, I see you have a TC Electronic Polytune here on the floor. We could demo that. Yeah, uh, hold on. See? Yeah, go ahead. And bring it over onto my side Give of things. It a shot. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, you still have the screen protector on it. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so the thing is, whenever we make the joke about this is finally the the week that we don't talk about guitars, it's easy to do then because we haven't we also haven't talked to each other in like two weeks or, or quite a while enough that we could like riff on some topic. Yeah. But um, we've we've been around you, <laughs> like we've been around each other for <laughs> yeah. five days or something. So like, we've kind of had every conversation and talked about every topic <laughs> that we would have brought to the show. So I don't have a lot here. Um, we talked about how uh, Axel Rhodes is. Whoa, Axel Rose. Rhodes? Did I say Rhodes? You did. <laughs> Axel Rose is probably is. Uh, the Nicholas Cage of music because you can't tell if he's good or bad and it's probably that he's both. Yeah, simultaneously. At the same time, all right. the time. Yeah, we were listening to the Apple Music Road Trip Essentials playlist. Yeah. Today. Which it's is classic rock. It's all classic rock songs. Um many of them are about roads and road tripping or cars. You know, classic stuff like Life in the Fast Lane. Uh Life Sammy Hag Fast Lane. Yeah. Um Sammy Hagar's I Can't Drive 55. Anything by the cars, you know, that kind of stuff. So, mixed in that classic rock. Life is some a guns highway. It didn't come up. What's wrong with them? Not classic rock. So that answers our question from uh, earlier. Yeah. Is it could a modern song about roads? See, about the, being on a We've highway. been talking about this on, on, the, on the drive back to Cincinnati. The, um, <laughs> Eric is pissed. Yeah, so... I agree. Uh, and honestly... Life is a Highway would be a much better song than some of the garbage they were putting up there. 100%. And also, Life is a Highway is just a good song. Like, we can all, we're all adult enough to admit that. And also, Life is a Highway. (sighs) Isn't it? I mean, I want to ride it all night long. Is that the line? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Axl Rhodes (laughs) is the Nick Cage of music. So, like, (laughs) we had this. (laughs) That's, That's the one. (laughs) <laughs> we had this um, this playlist going. Some Guns N' Roses came on, and I was like, "What's the deal with Axl Rose?" You know, <laughs> what's the deal with he's, Axl? He just sounds like so intense. He sounds so he's unmistakable. But like, I've never been able to decide if it's good, and I think it's just that it's both Axl good and bad. Rose is a bottle <laughs> So, um. I'm typing, sorry. Yep. I, I can't do that live either. Of uh, music. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's the end of that bit, I guess. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. You have another bit you want to transition no, that's into? That's the end. That's all I had to say because we already, again, we already had this conversation and we're, we're, <laughs> we're having, having it again, again now for the sake of the chat. So that's that's kind of a weird thing. But um, Can I get, reach over and give you bunny ears? No, I can't reach. No. See, the thing is, we're like, if we were to sit right at our computers, we'd be facing like, we're facing away yeah. from each other. But I'm, that's towards why I'm, each that's other, why I'm I guess. Turning. But like, yeah, we're at like a 45. Yeah. Um, 
What should we do here? Um, oh, do you want to look at some of these topics that were sent from... Oh, no. You just cut yourself off. Sorry, I'm back. Returnify. I, I clicked general thinking it was the general chat, not the general voice. Anyway, um, some people... I, I had mentioned we don't have a show, so some, I was like, give us those topics. I can't force your camera to turn on. One moment, please. Okay. NBD. All right. <clears throat> anyway, um... So Jamie was asking favorite types of merch for bands or for gear companies or anything like that. Golly. You got to go with the t-shirt, right? Everybody. Well, the yeah, so like that's not even part of the question. That's going to get the most use for me. Delaney is doing tanks. We have tank tops. Yeah. Because we did a summer bundle, which also included a koozie. And the koozie has been a really great piece of merch um, because they're really affordable for bands to buy. He means tank tops. Oh, that's yes. a shirt. Yes, that's a I'm shirt. Sorry. What doesn't not have sleeves? Yep. The koozie has been really good um, because they're cheap to buy. Mm-hmm. They're very lightweight. You can squish them down into a small box. That it, vacuum seal them. Yes, they're perfect. And also, they're really great to give away. Yeah. So we've done when we play a live show. Uh, somebody you have a koozie cannon. Well. <laughs> well. <Kapow! laughs> Yeah, point blank range from the stage. Funny, <laughs> right in the fucking mouth. Wham! <laughs> we um, keep one in our back pocket, and halfway through the set, we'll be like, "Yo, we're giving away a koozie. Who wants a koozie?" Yeah, or we'll say like, "Who's got a beer that's getting a little warm?" You know, like mm-hmm. something like that. So we'll give one away. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a band that had their music on flash drives, and those flash drives were branded with their band stuff. Huh which was interesting. And they had a bunch of like 3D printed band stuff, which was kind of interesting. Keychains okay. and like, okay. yeah, weird stuff, like random. The 3D logo that could yeah. go on a keychain. Yeah. That's new and different. I like yep. that. They still looked very 3D printed. They weren't painted? They no, a lot they, of work, they, right? they were a single, single color. They were like this okay. purplish kind of color. And it was cool. It was, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Next question. Who is your favorite James Bond and why is it Pierce Brosnan? It's not Pierce Brosnan. I think if we're leading with Pierce Brosnan, it's because, I mean, that that's who was James Bond when I was like really becoming introduced to James Bond. Me, me too. So like. Sean Connery doesn't look like James Bond to me. Right. And and even even though now like I've seen some, you know, I, I'm, I'm familiar with the, the things. And if for that matter, um. Gosh, I'm forgetting the guy who was after Connery. Roger Moore. Roger Moore. He yeah. also, he, he has a very, so Pierce Brosnan, that, I feel like they have a similar look about them, like the way they carried the Sure, like a, a, a classiness bit. that was like, yeah. that also cared. Sean Connery's Bond didn't really care. Yeah, it, it was, was too a, casual. It was a little bit, yeah, he, he didn't give quite enough fucks. So I think now that I've, I, you know, I, when I grew up, Pierce Brosnan was James Bond, but I was just some dumb kid. Also, so, like, you can't talk about this without the influence of Goldeneye for N64. That was right. You know, exactly. Exactly. Huge. Exactly. So, but, but I actually think the, the, um, Daniel Craig is fabulous. I agree. I um, think he is so balanced. Um, and I don't mind at all that it like totally changes the look of the part because I think that's all forget. Well, like, whatever. Cause I'm yeah. a, I, I, cause well, I'm a doctor. It, it buys fan, into this, so this lore I, that I James care. Bond is a title. 
Right. Not a person. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, like 007 is right. a title. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I like Daniel Craig a lot. I think he's cool. He's got like a, a sleekness about his whole approach. <laughs> Slippers? But, but I'm, I'm, I can't look at the chat because I'm looking at this other <laughs> chat where the questions are. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's that's the thing. I think Daniel Craig is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timothy Dalton was definitely not great. But, um, <laughs> you know. And then we those were the only questions. So that... <laughs> 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 so that's kind of it. Um, Best episode ever. So uh, I'm catching up here. Oh, we're talking about Boba Fett. It looks like uh, t-shirt cannon. Yeah. Um, yep. Oh, tanks. Yep. <laughs> uh, I know a band. Just back to the merch thing. I know a band that does hats. Yeah. Hat like dad hats. So what's a dad hat? Is that a trucker hat? No, that's a trucker hat. <laughs> now the dad hat. On. The, so the here we go. I, I hope the chat is ready for this. The matching hats that we have for Mammoth Cave. Yes, those are dad hats. Oh, okay. So it's like a. It's the the. Um, it's a full hat. It's not mesh. But right, but it's they, I think it's also got fitted. to do with the, um, like how far down your head it comes. Like if it's a baseball hat that goes to kind of where your ears start, that's not a dad hat. Uh, the dad hats are like this. They're shorter. Like the, the skull really? cap part is a little shorter. Yeah. Um, and they became famous because dads wear them, you know? This is why they're called dad hats. I and thought that was just a regular... I See, I don't know anything about hats. I thought I was wearing a regular hat. I, it pretty much is. Is that what makes it a dad hat is that I, I don't well, know so the it's dad not hat thing, real? Like that's just a meme. That's not a style of hat. So just Google dad hats. Let's look it up. All right. All right. Hold on. Um, and then, yeah, so the, the closure on the back is uh, like a belt. Or like a, um, yeah, kind of like a belt loop type thing. I forget what you even call that type of. It's, it's like the buckle that slides through. The, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a, it's a buckle. Okay, but it's not a click, uh, a snapback, as you would right. say. So let me Google dad hat. Um, yeah, they're hats that say dad. They're hats. Oh, here's a good one. The best dad hat is a hat with a picture of a hat on it. Hat <laughs> hat. <laughs> yeah. These are all just regular baseball caps. Right. So I think it's a very subtle I think it's a thing. non-existent thing. Well, you know, it's just a style. It's a, it's, I think a, it's, a, it's a type of thing. It's I think a it's made up. Dad hat. Cheap dad hats for sale from dadhatlife.com. Here we go. What is a dad hat? Um, hmm. It's okay to say it's the buckle on the back makes it, but but I don't think there's anything different in the size of, of the of the sides, part. maybe not, maybe not. Um, right, it's not a fitted, it's not a snapback. That it's... is the best dad hat. Why don't I have this hat? Which one? The one with the hat on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would Here's love one that. with a pineapple on it. That's not as good. But... I wouldn't mind a hat with a hat on it. Um, but yeah, hats are a thing. We didn't buy matching hats. We weren't on vacation like, oh my God, we should get matching hats. Justin already had this hat, and then I saw it and was like, I like it. Yeah. I'm going to buy it. And here we were. Drinking the... a beer. Here we were at the gift shop. And I was like, you know what? I need it. I need the t-shirt hat bundle that's held together with rubber bands. <laughs> what about this one that has a crude drawing of a crown on it? <laughs> this uh, this is an amazing site. This this uh, episode of The Tone Control is sponsored by dadhatlife.com. Get your dad hats <laughs> right here. Dadhatlife.com. Dadhatlife.com. If you are listening, we want to talk. 
We do. Here's one with coffee being spilled. Oh, cheap dad hats. Yeah. Limited time deal. Minimum 50% off all dad hats. This one is being modeled by a woman. Wait a minute. This one has an avocado on it. I think they should really um, recategorize or rename these categories. This one says white dad hats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hats are white. The hats are white. <laughs> the hats are white. <laughs> I think dad hat with a hat on it is really good. Um, <laughs> like really good. Wow. Cat, there's a dad hat here that says cat mom. <laughs> <laughs> And one that says daddy, but it, I don't like the font. The font choice makes it look like it's a corn album or something. Ugh. That's no okay. good. Let's pivot. Let's talk about corn. Okay. So how about that? How about that? Uh, great on the cob. Great when you pop it. Corn is a band that I just never understood. There's one with an ice cream cone on it. Is it me? That you didn't understand it? Like, is it um, me or is that corn? Is corn the band just like objectively bad? <laughs> oh, I know we've talked about this before, but no, I don't. I don't think the band's objectively bad. I think, um, I think they I think were. I just don't get it. They were doing something that kind of didn't sound like anything else. That back is true. In the yeah. like late '90s, early 2000s, when I can't remember exactly what I feel like it was like '99 that like they started getting big. Yeah, I think, I think so. Um, and then, um. I mean the the I don't know. I honestly I have I have listened to almost none of like the albums that they've made in the last five or six like since, years. What is it? Follow the leader? That's the big Something one, right? Something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just think that was music that felt to me like um we're gonna do this weird thing that no one else is doing because no one else is doing it. Not because it was like it's not that they didn't want to make that necessarily, but it, yeah. I just think it was like a little misguided. But I don't know. I was not really a fan, so like I must have just missed the boat. But I just don't get it. You know, it's not for me, which is fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I I did listen to them f- for a while. I went to a, a concert with them and Stained Whoa. Was, a, was a rad band at the time. Mm-hmm. It was before somebody told that guy that he was a good singer. So it was okay. back when it was like a band and not him oh, not being him supported with, by a band. Yep. Aaron Lewis, right? Aaron Lewis. Um, that was an interesting show. Um, and I think, you know, it's a, it's a big, massive band, right? Corn and, yeah. and they, so they put on a massive show that was really good, you know, by all objective measures. And I get where if, if you don't, if that music doesn't appeal to somebody, like I a hundred percent get it. Um, and it's definitely like my taste is, has changed. Like, and that's okay. Like I can say like I was a, I would have said I was a corn fan back at the end of high school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm occupying the chat with corn gifts now. <laughs> Mother shuckers. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, uh, yeah, I, I get that. Um, I mean, the, the vocal style is very strange. And like the whole thing, it was, it was like texture based, if that makes yeah. sense. It, more than riff based. Yeah, um, and like, and it was all it was about how they were like playing their baritone guitars and stuff. So yeah, extended or scale, seven, string, seven, seven strings, string guitars, not and five string basses and stuff. And it was like yeah. the, um, yeah, it was about the tone and the attitude. And like, 
that's how we get music that's good, right? That's how yeah. like grunge was a thing and all that stuff. But sure. um, <laughs> you know what I mean, right? <laughs> Welcome to the Grundle, <laughs> Axel Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Axel Rhodes is going to be our new show mascot. <laughs> oh gosh! Can we spell it? Oops. Can we spell it like this? <laughs> hang on, hang on. I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking at gifts. Gotta send the right one. <laughs> we could, we could. Um, okay, you know what's, what's happening? So that's to me? what's gonna go on our dad hats. Axel Rose, Axel Rhodes, Axel Rhodes. I spelled it super wrong. So okay. here's what's happening to me right now. Yeah. Um, I think like this will be a thing we can talk about, like in, in like thing, right? Yeah. And then within like one minute, I have you, said everything I want to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> I have said everything I have to say about it. Oh my gosh. What, what is earth? this? <laughs> <laughs> so the gift game is strong in the chat tonight, folks. <laughs> um, this is this is finally it. This is the episode where we don't talk about guitar things. Yeah, um, we just watch guitar gifts. <laughs> yeah. Somebody ask us a question. Let's do an AMA. Yeah, do it. Hit me. We can cut out the waiting. We'll see. <laughs> waiting. Eric, don't let me down. This better be a good question. If, if you're going to ask me if I would rather fight 100 horse-sized <laughs> ducks or one duck-sized horse. Listen, we already whatever. did that earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> the answer was yes. Or two <coughs> dinosaur-sized emus. Right. Would you rather fight six? Oh, the chat is blowing up. Several people are typing. Six horny peacocks or two docile emus. <laughs> Which would I rather fight? Yeah. Probably two docile emus because they're docile. <laughs> docile. Okay, favorite beer. My favorite beer is Wood Devil by 603 Brewery in Derry, New Hampshire. God, my favorite beer. I don't know. Um... I I I'm so f I'm so free and and trying everything for the beer like I, I don't yeah. think I can I, I like all beers too I, like I, it's just no no I, I that wasn't a that wasn't a dig at, at that I I mean like literally like I can't I, I lately we've just been ordering our groceries out and I haven't been anywhere where yeah. I could like select beer um there's always something that I think is fabulous at any of the breweries around here and there's also a lot of junk like I, I don't typically like um stuff that's like overly flavored i guess but mm -hmm. but there's there's just always tons of good weird stuff yeah i on. um i only say wood devil because it's um i think it's one of the best beers that 603 makes they're definitely my favorite brewery mm -hmm. in my region at home and they don't make it very often so when it comes out it's really special the sun um, or one trillion lions? Who would win? The sun or one trillion lions? Obviously, it's the Well, wait. What's the contest, though? Is it just like a— Is it a fight? Because would the lions even make it into space? They can't. They can't yeah. reach so the I think sun. So I think it's the sun. Yeah. It's, it's the sun. It's the sun. Um, 
Could a clone beat up a tube screamer? Nope. They're both inanimate. Next question. I think, okay, we've talked about this a little bit. Oh, Are we at a fork in the road yeah. where real gear doesn't matter for recording, such as Helix? When I did the Delaney EP recently. Sorry, the Sun and the Lions smile contest. <laughs> <laughs> in that case, it's got to be the Lions because you can't beat a trillion Lions at a smile contest. Everybody knows All right, that. is the Sun like a children's drawing of a Sun? Because yeah. they're pretty I mean, happy. It's wicked happy, but a trillion Lions? Come on. You know, okay. So, okay. Um, real gear versus uh, modeling stuff for recording. When I did the Delaney EP, I was asking Matt, the producer slash engineer, "Do you ever get anybody in here with a Fractal or Helix or yeah. Kemper or whatever?" What do you think of that? And he was like, "Yeah, uh, happens now and then, and they're super easy to set up and get tracking like, almost immediately." Yeah, and so he like, likes it. He digs it. And he was like, yeah, it's really convenient for that stuff. Especially these guys come in and they know exactly what they want. They have these tones sculpted and pre-made and all mm -hmm. that. It's easy to do. And in that case, but, it doesn't sound different than it does to them. You know, like they yeah. haven't sculpted their tone at band practice or at shows and then come in and expected it to be exactly the same on a microphone that's one inch from the cabinet. Exactly. It's not the same. So but in Kemper, it is. But then he said he still just enjoys working with real amps. He just mm -hmm. vastly prefers it. And it's just that maybe it's the ritual, maybe it's the, you know, the unpredictability of it, the slight unpredictability of it. Yeah. You know, it, um, it's funny. Um, th there is a, a kind of feel to working with something that's a committed sound. So like when I'm working with a, a software instrument and you can be constantly like tweaking it, or if I'm doing a DI and literally playing it back through the software instrument, so I'm even tweaking it after I've done the record pass, um, even if it's the same sound, it does have a different feeling. And I do kind of like somehow, and this is why I usually do it, even if I'm using software, I'm tracking through it like to tape that way. So if I needed to change it, we would have to replay the part. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I get that. And I don't know, real amps being louder because they're physically in the room Yeah, is is kind of part of it too um like was, i don't that doesn't yeah. make the tone any better it's all right. about sort of just like the like if you have the time to do it like i it's think just it's cooler. like got a lot to do with how the musician feels while they're performing for the part sure um being in a room with a really loud amp can make you play differently i think like it can make you more confident it can make you like less just, confident right you could do anything <laughs> you could do anything um uh, Jonas is saying if you want clean recordings, yes, but not if you want natural feedback, which I totally don't agree with because you can get feedback from these systems now or even maybe always could. I yeah. remember getting feedback through studio monitors. With, it's tricky. It's tricky. And it sometimes farm. doesn't sound the same, but I I do sometimes just set up like a pass with an amp yeah. real quick just to do the feedback thing. Yeah, there is something that will always be nice about analog gear. You know, it's just... Oh, I thought you were going to say what that thing was. No, there's a quality of it <laughs> yeah. that w musicians will always appreciate, I think. Mm -hmm. And that no matter how good modeling gets, people might say it can't do it. Yeah. Um, but, I think there's a, there's a little bit of a genre gradient, too. Yeah. Um, like speaking to Brian, who's saying he's losing patience for regular traditional gear after using Helix and Variax. Which is interesting because I've had this thought when we get into this modeling stuff, how long is it before we're making tones that traditional gear can't achieve? Yeah, I think we already are. 
some of these like hyper precise high gain metal tones and stuff. Like, well, what about so? Okay, so what about the well, or other things like you could put the speaker before the amplifier in Helix. You can't <laughs> and you won't. Um, what what about um, that diesel amp that we were talking about? Oh, that has um, <clears throat> it has its own like it knows is when it's being profiled. Well, it, it has some electronics uh, in it that are. It, it has its own speaker modeling. Is that what's kind of what's going on or? Um, I'm not sure. I didn't look into it too much beyond the, it knows when it's being it's, modeled. It's a aspect. partially computerized thing and it can tell it's self-aware. Yeah. No, it, it was, they programmed it to kind of detect the sweep tones, I guess. Mm. And, yeah. and it doesn't do anything with that information. It just makes note of it. Right. I think it's the thing about that story was that, it could do something with that information. Yeah. They're choosing not to, which is interesting. Um, I, I the, the, uh, Rev, Rev make, I think it's the D20. They make an amp that is a digital, it's a, it's a tube amp with like a digital output. So yeah. it's got a USB on the back with cab sims and IRs and all kinds of stuff built right in. It'll yeah. go four ohms into a cab right. or it'll go into a FRFR. It'll go into a, into USB, right into your DAW, that kind of stuff. Um, so, okay, so all those kinds of amps, though, um, even if they sound amazing, are inherently limited compared to their counterparts like Helix, which could always be advanced yeah. or have new sounds added into them. Yeah. Any amp that has a true tube analog section, you can't modify that part of it. Right, because of the physical limitations. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, well, I'm trying to find back to the the original question. Um, are we at a fork in the road? I don't think there's like, the, the thing that's so great I, about I, this if, is like. If we're at a fork in the road, we're at the part where the fork is merging. That's what I think. I think there was a yes, split for a while and now yeah. it's coming back together. Also, it's not like you have to choose. It's, it's, what? Right. So <laughs> we all know that. It's not, so so much of, guitar stuff and like pretty much everything these days is such a binary issue when yeah, you can it's made into it you mean right 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 it's, talked it's, about it's as turned if. into a binary thing but with guitar stuff like i've got a helix thing built into my pedal board some of which are analog some of which are digital then it can make a guitar amp and a cab and a microphone for me as well or i can run it into my tube amp it does all the things like oh i don't God. i don't need it to be only one thing and if you're thinking of it only as one thing, then, then fuck you. That kind of sucks. Oh. <laughs> no, like it, yeah, or it sucks for you. Like, <laughs> there are so many better options. So I don't know. I don't know. Next question: favorite bourbon? Um, Woodford Reserve. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, I feel like not I, that I'm particularly picky. I'm not either. I feel like I haven't had enough different types of bourbon to really form a solid opinion on this yet. Um, but I really did enjoy the Noble Oak double oaked bourbon that was aged on sherry, sherry staves. Staves? Yeah. So like they, like they age it in oak and then they move it to sherry barrels. Okay. Afterwards. So it was a little fancy. Hmm. Um, right now at home I have a a Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace is really hard to beat in a lot of categories. (laughs) It's, it's odd because I have, um, 
I am privy to apparently the fact that every the 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 jury seems to think that that is the same recipe as some other very very expensive bourbon, but yeah. when I see it on the menu somewhere and I order one and kind of compare it to something else, I usually don't prefer it, and I usually think it tastes cheap to me, and so mm. I think I need to be blinded. Mm. I think I might be biasing it. I have a bottle of tin cup rye whiskey at home right now that I really like. The tin cup stuff is awesome. Pretty affordable too. I haven't bought bourbon in a, in much too long. I've just been so lazy and not kind to myself. You got to bourbon up. I do. I do. Uh, the one that Brian posted in the chat, that Basil Hayden's mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, I've had the regular bourbon whiskey from them. It's very good. Uh, Oh, you know what? Actually, one of my favorite bourbons was a dry hopped bourbon. I would, I would buy that for a dollar. I would try that. It was great. And I haven't been able to find it since, but it was really, really good. Oh, hey, dog. Dog sneeze. Whoa. Um, yeah, we were in Kentucky. It's and the didn't- scotch of tequilas. <laughs> Jonas, what planet are you from? Uh, let's see. Buffalo Trace is good. Um, like it's a good all-purpose whiskey. I don't feel bad buying it, you know. <laughs> all-purpose, yeah. Like it's good. You can drink it. You can clean your <laughs> countertop, right? But as far as like making something like an old-fashioned, okay, versus having it straight, yeah. You know, it it fits all those things really well, right? I almost always am am uh, drinking bourbon neat. Yeah, and I not as as a cocktail. You, it's, and here's why: I feel like. Especially at some of these places where the, a cocktail costs like eleven dollars, the just the bourbon it might cost nine or ten, and yeah. pro- I I do not care. Yeah, about that difference. So um, cocktails are not a thing that Beth and I do out almost ever. Okay, I mean, sometimes at like home. at home we're doing cocktails, not a lot, but like we that's, get that's the into thing. That Marielle would love to. In fact, she just like said something about that the other day. Like we should have ourselves a little cart, you know, and yeah. like be able to do that because she doesn't like liquor drinks unless they're made in. Like she loves. Like at home, you could make it a little sweeter yeah, or a little boozier, or sure. whatever you want, and, and and learn how to do it the way you really like. Like she loves an aviator or an aviation, and I can't remember. I think it's aviator. Aviator. It's um. Anyway, that's like she discovered that at some place Aviation, that made a great I'm sorry. one. Aviation. Oh, it's gin. Ooh. But it's not just gin. There's like yes, other crap. Gin based. It doesn't seem like something she would like because it's kind of it seems like it's gonna be heavier duty. Um but that sounds good. So when we're at some place, she'll it's like purple. It's purple. She will try to get a feel for whether they can make it. It's one of those things where she's like pretty convinced. You'd have to go to like a a cocktail bar, like a speakeasy style place, you know? Yeah, yeah, we've been doing some simple drinks at home. Margaritas. I love uh, pine needles. All right. Uh, Something like... I like, I prefer the cones. So... Oh, gin. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know... Ooh, Brian's oh, got wait, something important to question. say. I was going to say, we've been making daiquiris, like original, like real okay. daiquiris that are not the frozen kind. Um, oh. Holy smokes. What is happening? I used to have that Pink Floyd poster. Oh, butts. They're butts. Oh. Um, which is like lime juice, some simple syrup, and yep. rum. 
Is that Bruce Springsteen's butt? Sure is. Oh the, my God. It's the boss. Oh my God. That tree is working for it. <laughs> Holy hell. Hey, um, is it about that time? Is that what's going on? I guess maybe Brian's keeping us on track here. Should we we, we pause for Pedal Genie? Uh, sure. Um, but I I haven't plugged in the robot, and I think it will delete Derek if I do. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to read the robot. <clears throat> I mean, I'm going to read the ad. I'm going to post a pic in the chat. Look at the hands on this kangaroo. Okay, have you ever looked closely at the hands of a kangaroo? Yeah. I mean, I have, literally. You have. Them's... Are crazy. Those are those is some hands. They are they they get to town with those things, dude. I'll tell you what. They do. <laughs> do you take a picture of that that guy when he was standing up? No, I, I got in close just <laughs> for the when hand you got shot. Scared. <laughs> um anyway, let's hear it. Let's hear uh, that genie. So pedal genie. It's like the Netflix of guitar pedals. I'm, I'm settling into a character early, and I regret it. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want. For one low monthly price, shipping is included, and there are no late fees of time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, those numbers have got to be out of date by now, by the oh, way. you're probably right. Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one for only $39.95 a month. A standard subscription include shipping so you can have a different pedal every few days and if one isn't enough for you pedal genie pro gets you three pedals at a time for only 64.95 a month shipping included i nope wish i had that one back there's a subscription for everyone style it back the best of all the best of all your first month is free if 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 you really just you're just you love that sucker and you want to keep that pedal, you can send them an email. And based on the length of your membership and the, no, I didn't never even saw that. But yeah, look at us being awesome. <laughs> anyway, um, you can buy the pedals from them, um, which is pretty cool. So you'll have one, you try it out, you love it. You call them up and you say, "Hey man, I love this. I don't want to send it back." They're like, "Done deal. Send us this much money." And it's kind of prorated based on what you what your thing is. What. <sighs> You know, the people that listen to this show, like in their car or whatever, yeah, must really hate the Discord. Probably. <laughs> so head to pedalgenie.com, fill up your wish list with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal, ASAP, Pedal Genie. All your pedal wishes granted. Yes. Yep. 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 Yes. <sighs> God, I haven't done that in years. Yeah, right. Jesus. Hey, so anyway, we're closing Derek's- in on uh, how long have you lived in Ohio? Um, seven years. This year? Yeah. Or is it eight? When, your anniversary this year, which what number will that be? 2013 is when we got married and moved here, so. Yeah, because our, our podcast anniversary is coming up. So as of. I think it's in September. As of like last month, we've lived here seven years. Okay, yeah. So seven year tone control is coming up too. Yeah. Wow. Or I guess, no, in a few days, not last month couple of days nah what is time so is that somebody eating no never mind jonas you did it wrong you did a bad job 
<laughs> um, what's the what's the, what's the seven year anniversary? Oh, hmm. seven year anniversary gift. So there's um, a there's a pedal genie pedal in the mail for me. I can even tell y'all what it is if oh, you want. It is copper. Copper. Whatever that means. <laughs> oh, sorry. There's two themes now. There's like the traditional gift, and then there's a modern version. The traditional one is copper. The modern one is brass. Oh, I love or that. a desk set. What? <laughs> According to the Goog. That's Whatever. So up. Anyway, or a desk um, set. Supro thirteen thirteen analog delay Supro. is what's in the mail for oh. me right now, which is not here yet. Cool. So, I have that that phase ninety five mini phaser at home. Yeah. So that we'll be doing that soon. Cool. Thanks, Pedal Genie. Thanks a lot for doing um, the good work. Hit me, hit, hit me, chat with those questions again. That was fun. Copper kills bacteria. True or false, Derek? Um, that feels like a true thing. False. It is. Um, it, well, it doesn't. It, it it it's like hard for them to live on or something like that. Okay. It's, it, I, well, I gotta I gotta actually okay. clarify. Okay. Okay. I got I, one for you. Yep. True or false? Brass doorknobs will self sanitize. I don't know why they would do that. They do. We've talked about this. I think. Hit me with those questions, chat. What do you want to know? AMA. Ask me a thing. <laughs> Not anything, because I have my standards. <laughs> Justin's really holding it in. <laughs> I'm I'm looking up about this copper thing. Foot sizes. I'm a I'm a mean eleven. Copper, dry copper, dry metallic <laughs> copper surfaces cause massive membrane damage to most microbes. After about a minute's exposure, they hmm. so yeah, bacteria kind of ends up having a half life on a metallic copper surfaces. Hmm. Questions, questions, questions. How long have you been playing guitar? I started playing guitar in the eighth grade. I took a guitar class in school. Oh, no shit. Um, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like the first year as a pilot program for like a new music program. So they did guitar one. And my teacher from that that year of school ended up becoming from my- that fateful day. From ended up being my private teacher after I left middle school. Yeah. Um, so that was to, uh, the year 2000. That would be for me. Oh, uh, wow. Um, so 20 years. I, um, I the, the first guitar-like instrument I played with any earnest was actually a bass guitar. Oh, that's right. You're a bassist. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but I, I started playing, at one point, like I kind of like I left the band I was in or something and I was like, well, I don't have anybody to be in a band with. So I guess I have to be the band. So I was mm. like, whatever. So I bought a guitar and was like, I guess I'll just do this. And, um, I didn't have really any lessons or anything like that. And, um, didn't become very good at it. Like, you know, like you'd expect Yeah. and, uh, messed around. And, um, that was after college. So, Oh really? Yeah. 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 Huh. Um, cause I was playing bass like 2001, or later than that, maybe 2002 or three is when I, I had the bass from much earlier than that. That bass there? Yep. The one I'm I got at right that here. bass when I was in middle school. Okay. Which would have been like, um, 96 or seven. Cool. Um, yeah. 
It's a, it's a, it's a, can you see it? Yeah, that jazz bass. That J Um, J bass over there. I, it occurred to me a little while ago that like, I've been playing guitar for more of my life than I didn't play guitar. Mm -hmm. Which was like, there's not many things on that list. Right. So that was a cool thing. Wearing shoes uh, and playing guitar, I think. Yeah, like not even driving. Not even driving. Um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Although you're on that line, aren't you? Soon, yeah. yeah. I got my license when I was 17. Mm. But, um, yeah. Okay, dope. Mm-hmm. Okay, dope. So, what's our, what's our time looking like? Um, we've been recording for 60 and a half minutes. Okay. Man, I really nailed that, didn't I? <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This uh, was going to be the podcast we didn't talk about guitars, but we feel like we, we ended up talking about guitars. We accidentally talked bit. about guitars. I think it's tougher than you think to do the joke episode. We Plus, can't be in the same room. Like, it's. I know. It's because we've had all of our joke conversations already this week. I think it would be, it would have to be like a prepped, scripted thing, too, because we'll fall off of it too quickly. Maybe. We're not. Um, or just like, yeah, we'd we'd start with like a, hey, let's talk about that whatever movie or that game or, sure. you know, something like that. Sure. But uh, we were like halfway there, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Living on a prayer. <laughs> Whoa. Should we... I feel like this is the Stop. worst. This is the worst podcast ever. You didn't like this ever. Um, I mean... No, I, I liked it because whatever. It's one. It's not like our podcast is always this bad. Oh, I I honestly <laughs> like I didn't think it was that No, bad. it's not it's not bad. I, it's just like if, if you if you hated this episode, you probably one. haven't you probably <laughs> haven't loved the show until now. <laughs> like yeah. I don't think this is all that far off from our usual travesties. So I don't know. What do you want to do? It's ten thirty. What's your favorite um What's your favorite fretboard wood? Most of my guitars are rosewood. Mm-hmm. Um, because I didn't really like the idea of a finished fretboard yeah. with maple. Uh, but now I do have a maple fretboard guitar. But it's not like, it's not finished finished. It's roasted and then lacquered. So it's really thin, okay. really thin finished. Still feels like wood. It's not like yeah. kind of plasticky. Um, and I also just liked the darker woods. I liked the aesthetic of the darker fretboard with the mm-hmm. light neck, the maple neck, and then whatever body color, you know, body and pickguard combo. Um, I don't have any natural anymore. Yeah. I have a neck over there that has a natural, but it had to go. That And it was the fault of that. Like it popped frets and mm-hmm. I, I wasn't going to refinish it. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested. I want to try, or I'd like to own a guitar with like an ebony fretboard that has like a much smaller grain structure and or something exotic. Yeah, Palfero, you know, Wenge, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but it's the maple's really nice. I do like it. I like it because it kind of reminds me, feel wise, of rosewood. It feels like it's open <laughs> wood, you know, because the rosewood necks aren't finished, so yeah, or fretboards aren't finished, so it kind of has that same woody feel. Yeah. But when I play it, when I change guitars, the visual contrast is it, it messes me up for a Startling. moment. Startling. Yeah. Mm. But um yeah. Yeah. I have Indian rosewood on my blue telly. Cool. Are, oh, oh my god. Jesus. We gotta get out of here. We're done. That's a bad 
The chat's getting graphic. It's a bad graphic. So, guys, um, are we gonna make a, a a Star Wars Squadrons channel in here? Are we gonna be a Are we gonna be a squadron? We can look into that. Yeah. All right. You yep. can look into that. There's one. It's one upvote. Yeah. Um, it's cross-platform, correct? Have we learned that's, that? That's what I've heard. That's cross-platform. Everyone has support. Yeah, we can look into that. Yeah. I have not pre-ordered that game or anything. I have I'm trying yet. not to. I, I, I try not to pre-order a lot unless it's a game franchise I'm already invested in. Yeah. Um, but especially with EA. Uh-huh. Because of their track record with Star mm-hmm. Wars, although the I think last they've been one was very great, clear, so. they've been very specific, and they're saying the right things that make me not scared about it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Maybe once we get back, I'll have I'll find some time to uh, yeah. look further into that game. Uh, it is out sometime in October, I think. October ten, uh, I believe. October ten. I wonder how closely that's going to coincide with next gen consoles, because they're talking about holiday. For that, um, which could be as early as October, from what I've heard. So, uh-huh. I don't know. We'll see. Check out the story on Upload VR. Oh, October 2nd. Oh. October 2nd. That's soon. Yep. How crazy is that? Um, it, uh, one interesting thing, though, I noticed on the Steam page that it says... It requires a keyboard and mouse or gamepad. Don't all games? To play in VR. Oh. Well, no, because it's saying, it, it was saying full HOTAS compatibility. Hmm. Um, but they probably mean that there's times when you need to like enter text. And oh, okay. so they like allow you to use both and stuff. Anyway, whatever. Okay. So. Um, you want to wrap this up? Yeah, all right. I, I think that that's pretty good, guys. Um, if you can, if you can think of another good, good question in um, while I'm uh, wrapping this up, then we'll go for it. But anyway, this was a, a unusual, weird, strange episode. I'm gonna wave in front of Derek's Ooh. camera one more time. We're gonna do a little bit of this. Um, <laughs> it's it's fun to sit sideways and pretend I'm on a radio show. Yeah, um, um, I guess like for the folks at home who are pretending or thinking that yeah, this mine's is kind not of plugged in, on, but like I'm not even looking at myself here, so I can't see if I'm aiming at you. <laughs> uh, tone control live. Here we go. Here we go. Look, there he is. Hey. hey. <laughs> okay, so that was fun. That was fun. So uh, anyway, this is so. Um, this, well, what am I even, what am I, what, what, we're thanking the patrons. We're thanking the patrons. I'm not going to make any excuses for this. Um, it is what it is. We didn't come up with any notes, um, but we still wanted to talk to you all and I think it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Um, who is our podcast role models? Oh, who's asking Jonas podcast role models. Um, gosh. I don't know. Um, Does he mean? Like podcasters or podcasts? Yeah. <clears throat> I So the podcasts that I listen to really vary in their style. Oh, me too. Some of them so are. So much, so much. Some of them are really produced and like heavily like engineered podcasts that are like. Yeah. Like, and some aren't. Some are very not. Yeah. <laughs> so like. um uh, 20,000 Hertz is very heavily produced, 99% invisible, all that stuff. Um, like this American life style. Yeah. Um, having worked on yes. some podcasts that have a higher kind of level like that, where you're producing it and 
using sounds and music mm-hmm. and stuff, and it's very sculpted. And you do retakes of dialogue, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It is so much work. I mean, let me tell you, like, there are podcasts that I spend an hour on, and then these other ones I might spend between six and eight on a single wow. episode. And I, I think I'm hurrying. Huh. Um, these are like not at the level of this American life and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but they're more, um, it is an amazing amount of work. Um, probably more than I even know about when it's actually those shows you're talking about. There's many people involved in them too. That's, that's um, true. And they probably do kind of split episodes up and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but as far as, yes, yeah, kind of like what Eric is saying with like what Gimlet Media puts out, that is definitely yeah. what I'm talking about. But then the other stuff like California King, which was previously You Look Nice Today, or um, Roderick on the Line, Roderick on the Line, ugh, is, um, those are wholly, un- completely not produced. And they're, right, candid phone calls. Yeah. Which I love. It's, and they're, oh, it takes a certain kind of person. Because look, because look what happens. Look what happens when we try to do it. <laughs> okay, um, we would love for everybody to come to our, uh, go to your show notes and find the link to our Discord and come join us and chit chat with us because it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And if you think it's a lot of fun, then you may want to become a patron supporter. Um, in which case, for just a dollar a month, you will be helping us out produce uh, content that is typically much, much uh, more. Uh, on topic than this, um, and for and we'll be happy to thank you live on the air by shouting out your name. And basically, if you start building pedals, we're, we'll start advertising for your company too. So that's yeah. just the way it goes. And yeah. send us um, one to try. Yeah, do do that. Send send yeah. us stuff because, um, or well, like yeah, yeah, not to keep right. Like just no, no, send no, us no, one no, to no, check no. it out. Sorry, we'll, we'll I stopped do a at thing. the wrong. I stopped yeah. speaking at the wrong time, and that sounded stupid. No, since we're gonna try, we'll definitely like we're not gonna try to steal it from you or something. Oh but, god, no. yeah. um, we would just love to do that and and talk about it and um, yeah. have fun. Um, and then um, if you really want to be an even bigger part of it, um, we would be ever so grateful for all of our supporters that are two dollar or more or more per month supporters, because. Um, well, because that's where we have the most fun because that's why everybody's in this chat. So $2 a month supporters get to listen live in the chat and distract us horribly and ask us questions when we do dumb things like, uh, we did today, totally unplanned nonsense where we literally just field (laughs) questions and just end up talking about, uh, bourbon and maybe a little bit of guitars. Um, so our supporters... As of now include Andrew Walsh. Wait, pause. Wait, Wait, pause. Um, Eric has requested that you do it with a Kentuckian accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm going to get the names right. Yeah, I it, don't know. Um, a- Andrew Walsh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jamie Evans. Jeffrey Wright. Sean Wright of Lollygagger FX. <laughs> this is getting Steve, way better than I thought it Steve would. Steve Huffman. Righteous <laughs> Ryan Johnson. Kyle McIntyre and Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast. Jonas Sabatini. Eric Garibaldi. <laughs> Ugh, almost lost it on that one. <laughs> Doug Crest of 37FX. Doug King and 
OG friend of the show, Brian Rizzi. <laughs> that was exceptionally good. In Kentucky accent, Brian has one syllable. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed, <laughs> I noticed that. that. It was like brand, but not really. That's a real thing. Yeah. All Kentucky brand. episode. We'll just drive drive down over the border to record one. Yeah, that was nice. Down to Kentucky. Kentucky. That was really great. <laughs> Imagine a four-year-old saying, oh, are we going to Kentucky today? <laughs> I've gotten to where we can ask my daughter to do different accents. Yeah. I asked her to do British, and she's like, oh, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh my gosh, I'm falling apart. Daddy, I would love some ice cream. Yeah. Kentucky. <laughs> Are we going down to the Mammoth Cave in Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. I'm gonna pet the kangaroos in Kentucky. <laughs> Are you ready to to uh yeah. get the hell out of here? Yeah, that's that's good. You okay. did a good job. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um that's good. All right. Well, hey, that's it. Thanks for listening. Um, better luck next time. <laughs> there we go.